You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. Hi, you're very, very welcome. My name is Ahanu, and with me is my lovely Angel Rose. Now, today we have something very, very different for you. Several years ago, we met with an absolutely wonderful gentleman by the name of Alan, unfortunately since deceased. But he had started a program down on the coast of California called Bridging Heaven and Earth. And he would interview people and make videos of their work. It was mostly art based at the time. And I was of interest to him simply because of my spirit artwork. But he created a video of our interview and that video is number 319 and we feel inspired to replay that part of that for you today almost in a way in memory of Alan who was an absolutely wonderful man and really pioneered a lot of the work in the spiritual growth and self-awareness area but also we feel that it's necessary to replay this in a way to bring us back to mind about what we're really doing here at all, what we're here for, and if we are staying focused on what that original purpose and intention is, and if we are arriving at our own truth. So I invite you to sit back and have a listen to Alan as he speaks, first of all, about the introduction to the interview and then we'll go straight into our question and answer session so enjoy we're building the new paradigms how do we do all these things how do we do earth how do we do earth in love in cooperation in connection in love and creativity and collaboration <laughs> and it's you know it's, it's interesting and it's tricky and we're working on it and we're trying to figure it out as we come more and more into that experience. And so many of us here are here in human bodies at this time to heal that heart, to, to bring the magic back, to, to vibrate in as pure a way as we can and hopefully a purer and purer and purer way as we come more into that recognition that vibration, that energy of, of love, of oneness. And tonight's guests are extraordinarily blessed and beautiful examples of that, that quest, that, that fulfillment, that desire, that hunger, that persistence, that unrelenting quality of, of coming into love, of feeling the love and sharing it in a simple way. Angel Rose O'Grady and Ahanu are spiritual teachers, they're authors, they're artists, they're speakers, they're researchers, they're ministers, they're radio hosts. Every way they move, everything they touch is about that healing, is about that recognition, is about that feeling the love and sharing it. And they've helped countless people worldwide move from the experience of, of separation, of mediocrity, into joy, clarity, and awareness. They founded uh, the Holistic Ireland, the World of Empowerment Organizations, the Spirit of Love Project, and uh, 
organization and, and energy and art and everything to serve that love, to serve that connection, to serve that, that infinite. They also founded Eight Steps uh, to, to the Freedom Program. And, and between the two of them, they've combined over 50 years of metaphysical and psychic experience in being here with us, with you, to share their gifts, to share their love in a beautiful, passionate, compelling, powerful way. And it's a great honor to have them both here with us. We had this dream, this vision. So much is that everybody wants to, to feel love and share it. Everybody wants to share their love. Everybody wants to, to manifest the energy of that. And, and now's the time we can do it. And now's the time that we really can be open with as little ego as possible to be in creative collaboration together and, and just enliven that energy. The day of us having such incredible individual points of light you know, are old and finished, and it's time we really got a beam of light together because we can all, in service to that love, to that infinite, to that inclusive, can really work, collaborate, play together to, to you know, spread the love, to share the love, to serve the love. So, incredible show tonight, really. There's such an opportunity for us. And then Ann Gail Rose and, and Ahanu and love, love, love. Okay, join me. So I'm on the set with Ahanu and Ann Gail Rose. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having us here today. <laughs> It's been an exciting day for everybody. Yes. So this incredible piece that's in between us was something that manifested through you, that you created. Everybody could see how powerful it is. Why don't you, you know, a little describe it? Well, you know I'm Irish and Ireland, you know, we tend to talk a lot and we have to describe things by telling a story. And I have to go back beyond that to give you a very, very brief history of how this arrived. And what happened is that I began to see things in people's energy fields and people started to ask me to fix what I was seeing. So when I first encountered this, a woman came to my table and I, when I looked at her, I could actually see her spinal cord. And down at the base of the spine, there was two black incisions into the base of the spine. And when I showed her the picture, she was quite shocked. She said, I don't believe this. She said, I've been to every doctor and nobody's been able to fix my lower back pain. So. I said, well, it's easy to fix it. I'll just repaint your spine in its divine perfection, removing these black daggers. So I did that and she got up and walked off and I thought she was walking off without paying me for my picture. She was just going around and checking and testing and twisting and turning. And she came back and she said, I, I, I'm, I'm astonished. I can't believe that you, were, you did this. Now, I didn't know what I was doing at the time. I was just painting what I saw. And very shortly after that, another woman came to me and the image that I got in my mind was that there was money falling out of her hands. If you can just picture that in your own mind, it was a, a hands with, with gold coins falling down. And I said to her, you're losing money. And she said, how did you know that? I've just lost $3 million. I said, it's in your energy field, I can see it. Now the fix for that was very easy. All I did was I suggested to her that she take the picture and turn it up the other way so that the coins were coming into her hand. And in a very short, period of time after that, she recovered every single penny. Now, what I believe ha was happening with that was, she was looking at the picture and ingesting it through the pineal. In other words, it was creating a new paradigm of belief inside her. 
And what happened then was a lot of people were coming me, to me to fix things. And uh, I, I, I was fixing things through my pictures. And one day I was walking in the beautiful forest just south of Dublin in Ireland in an area called Glendalough. And I got a very clear download from Spirit that said, you're to no longer look at what's wrong in people. You're to look instead at what's right. You're to look at this spirit of love that's inside them. And from that moment on, I started painting what, what I call the spirit of love and that I was to start a spirit of love project. So after that, my pictures began to take on a whole different idea. In other words, they were fixing things that were global or universal. And galactic. And galactic and even <laughs> beyond that. Right. So when we come to look at this picture now with that, with that background, you can see on the outside there's these white circles on the outside. And these are more or less the eight planets that are in our solar system with the sun being in the center giving us nine. Now, of course, we understand that Pluto has been demoted, but just for the sake of this argument... It's lost its mojo. <laughs> it did. It did. But uh, what's, what's really interesting, I find, about this is that the color green on this section here is about healing from the heart, healing the heart of the universe, effectively. And the, these lines that are moving in towards the very center of the sun here in the center, it's as if we have to go through the solar center, we have to go through the sun to arrive at that next dimension of healing for ourselves. So the entire picture is about the green of healing and the number eight, eight planets with the nine of the sun and the, this circle here makes it 10, this one on the bottom is 11, this one here is 12 and this one here is 13. So you've got these numbers that are throughout this picture that are 11, 12 and 13. And what was really crazy about this is when, when we were invited to come on the Bridging Heaven and Earth project, I painted that picture on 11, 12, 13. Wow. Wow. Yeah, a lot of synchronicities. A huge amount of synchronicities. Wow, so it's a very, very special healing picture for the planet. Also looks like the eye, though. Doesn't it? Looks like an eye in the center. Yeah. Uh, in fact, there's a lot more really going on. The more you study it, what I found with a lot of these pictures is the more you look at them, the more information comes. It's like a download of information. And as Angel Rose said, there is, th this appears to be a language on the outside. You can see this, this script that's running around the outside. It appears to be a, a cosmic language of healing that is coming out of the picture. And then, of course, there's a, a, quite a lot of white, which is more or less that healing and that ascension. And those numbers, as we move from the 11-11s into the 12-12s and into the 13s of ascension. So it's a huge amount of healing and potential in that picture for anybody who takes the time to gaze at it. There's also the um, light codes coming off the sun now that are very different. You know, we're getting different energy downloads, different geometries coming from the cosmos. So a lot of times when he does a painting and that writing comes out, sometimes it feels very ancient and old, like you're bringing mm. something back from an old language that we once knew. But the feeling in this, too, is that it's new language. You know, we're, we're also upgrading, you know, our biology. So we're getting different language going into ourselves and everything else. So it's a... It's a powerful image, 
of the light codes that are coming off the sun that are, they come in through our eyes, obviously, and change, start to change the DNA coding, which is why people are waking up more and more. So mm. the thing about his artwork, though, is that it continues to work. You know, someone takes the picture home, and we always encourage them to hang it someplace where they can see it in the morning and see it in the evening because it continues to heal. And the stories that we've had... Well, it's vibrating. So. It is yes, vibrating. It is. Yeah, it's a frequency Absolutely. energy, right. I mean, yeah. you can just... Yeah. You know, I'm sitting here, okay. Yeah. Now, we've got countless stories of healings that uh, have happened. Now, I don't profess to be a healer. Absolutely not. And we put a huge... Why define yourself? Well, we put a huge disclaimer out there. That's not what we look to do. But healing does arise out of our work, which is a fantastic thing. And we've got uh, countless testimonials from people that, you know, t talk about how it's actually done ancestral healing for people. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we could go down that road and talk about some of those amazing testimonials and they're marvelous stories, yeah. Tell them. Well, <laughs> well, what happened was... If they're that marvelous, what's your... <laughs> yeah. Don't tease us. It was an, it was uh, don't be teasing us. It yeah. was an evolution of his paintings, actually. Tell them the story. Yeah, it was. What happened, happened was a woman came to me with... She said, I'm having some family problems. She said, she didn't tell me exactly what they were. So the image, and I've got to paint this by way of a story for you in your mind's eye. What it looked like was a tree that was growing out of a lake, but it was like a, a glass lake. In other words, there was a perfect reflection of the tree in the lake. And I said to her, the, the problem you're having is that you're not putting down any roots. I mean, it seemed obvious to me. This was just a, a quick summary of the painting. You're not putting down any roots. And not only that, but what's, what you're doing from generation to generation is you're re repeating the same thing. And she said, yeah, that's exactly right. But what do I do? How do I fix it? Now, in the meantime, I had gone home to Engel Rosen and I showed her this picture and she said to me, that's very like a family tree. Well, that was after you fixed it. Well, after I fixed it, but it was very like a family tree. Yeah. And the fix of it was that from the place where the roots should be, all these white doves came flying out. I thought that's exactly what it's to, it's to do with the roots, our own family roots, our DNA. It's got to go back in time, ancestral healing. So at that point in time, we had just got married and she said to me, what about our family, uh, the, the, the O'Grady family? Tell me about that. So I started to worry. Yeah. <laughs> what did so I inherit said, there with the name? Can you fix, you know, issues with <laughs> our family name? I said, okay, let me have a go at this. So mm -hmm. I, what I did was I went back in time in my mind's eye, going on the vibration of the O'Grady family name. And I arrived at a picture that had no typical uh, swords and shields and lions and emblems of war and flags of battle and all of that kind of thing that's typical in a family tree or a coat of arms. And I painted what I saw and she asked me about it. I mean, it was, it was an amazing, what happened actually was instant. People, uh, relations of ours from Canada and the United States started getting in touch with us. We didn't even know they existed. Our business doubled almost overnight as a result of this change. It was like an energetic change in the vibration of our name. And she asked me about the Latin inscription that's on the old uh, coats of arms. It's usually a Latin inscription. Most people in Europe, some U um, US co um, family names have a coat of arms. And ours said, vulneratus non victus. What does that mean, she said? It means fallen but not defeated. And she said to me, I don't want to go around fallen <laughs> but not defeated anymore. So I said, okay, it's certainly time to change it. So we changed it. 
Now, I told another person about this. I was so excited about this possibility of ancestral healing. Yeah. And I met her in the street and she said, I want one. I painted it for her and she went home and she hung it on her wall. And she said, after, after a short time, we heard through the grapevine that it was affecting her here in the solar plexus. And she said she was going to give it away to her brother. Made her feel fearful. Angel Rose met her on the street yeah. a short time after that. And what did she say? Well, I said to her, I said, uh, I hear you want to take the picture and give it to your brothers. And she said, yeah, it was making me really uncomfortable and nervous. So I said to her, well, you know, that's the solar plexus chakra. I said, are you used to giving your power over to men? Because she was going to give it to her brother. And she just said, yes. You know, this has been her pattern through all of her marriages and her relationship with her dad and her brothers. She was always giving her power away, couldn't stand on her own two feet. And so I said, well, what that's doing is it's really just activating your solar plexus. So she went home, she hung it back up, and in a year, that woman has changed her life. Completely. Like you wouldn't believe. In oh. terms of a very timid woman, you know, she had, first thing she did was she cut her hair, she changed her clothing, and then uh, she would tell us how being put in certain situations where normally she wouldn't be able to stand up for herself she was now able to speak up for herself and make those sorts of changes. But mm. to just explain the crest, we call him the family crest, what he's actually doing is he's, his intention when he goes to do that is that he takes a person's last name and he asks for the divine imprint of it before there was any trauma, battle, suffering. In other words, show us that vibration of that name before it was ever uh, tainted in any way. And that's the image. The image that he painted, painted the new image for O'Grady ended up being these two beautiful pink unicorns that were coming together. And they had all the colors of the chakra in balance all the way up the chakra system. And there was some other stuff down at the bottom. Yeah. But we, I had, a, let me tell this story. I had a Buddhist nun who was a, a client of mine. She'd come every week for a healing treatment. And I showed her the picture and she said, do you have any idea what this does? And we said, we absolutely do. <laughs> and she wanted one. Now, the thing about her is she was, uh, she worked in a neighborhood. She was just a, a lay person. But her neighborhood had kind of looked to her as the mentor, you know. But she took the painting home and she, um, she said to us the following week, she said it was the oddest thing. After I took that picture home, she said, I have neighbors that haven't spoken to each other in over 30 years. The day after that was hung, she said, I hear all this commotion in the streets. The cops are called. I come out, and everybody's arguing. All these neighbors are arguing, she said. But within two hours, they had worked out all of their problems. After okay. 30 years. And she said she felt it had to do with the vibration mm. of that crest, only because she carried so much influence. And then each week, too, she'd talk to us about the changes with her mm. brother, especially because he lived with her. Mm. So that became a whole other section of his work that was all about healing family trees, you know, allowing a new paradigm to come in, which is part of this that, you know, it isn't based on us carrying forward all our family history, all our unhealed things. Uh, so. Mm. That's yeah. what this picture is effectively. It's the culmination of all of that. And it's called transformation into enlightenment because that's where we're going. That's where we're all going collectively. That's where the consciousness is going. And, uh, but I have to tell you one other quick story about where the development of this insight, where these pictures uh, are, are going. 
after doing the family crests and after starting the Spirit of Love project, she said to me one day, we're going to leave you in suspense to find the answer to that question as we go to a very quick little studio break. And stay with us. We'll be right back after this. Years of research, thousands of profound statements, hundreds of sessions, miles of transcripts, months of listening, a vast archive of personal power and spiritual awareness awaits you. Join worldofempowerment.com today, a members-only website of practical spirituality for your fast-changing world. worldofempowerment.com She said to me one day, you have to do places. Now, I thought, this is, you're asking me to do the impossible. You know, I, I, I've seen now how I can, let's say, heal people. And now she wants me to paint places. But I did. And the first one that I saw was an ancient megalithic monument in Ireland called Newgrange. And many people may have heard of it because it's, 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 it's like 2,000 years older than the Great Pyramid of Egypt. And what I saw with it was that there was a plume of energy coming out the top of it. And I thought I was seeing things or imagining things, but sure, and what we found out afterwards was that a lot of these ancient sites are being activated energetically again now, mm -hmm. and that other people are now starting to see the same thing. So I got that level of confirmation. So she said to me, you have to paint the spirit of love of the United States of America. And I did. And the moment I did it, it was like my, for me, everything about this country changed. And I mean changed for the better. Because I always had a relatively speaking negative attitude about what this country is doing in various other countries, power and control, military domination, financial issues, banking, all of that. Uh, it all changed because now I could see that the United States actually has an absolutely wonderful role to play if the consciousness moves in that right direction. So this was a very, very big change for me and for a lot of people. But you're not finished there, she said. Now <laughs> you have to paint the spirit of love of Egypt and Syria and Afghanistan oh, and Iran and Iraq. Yeah, you could be <laughs> busy there a lot of... <laughs> He's done Egypt. Egypt Absolutely. quite beautiful. And then I, I thought, okay, I, you know, I don't know how many countries there are on, in the world, but okay, there is a, a finite end to it. She said, you're not finished there. You've got to paint the spirit of love of the trees and the ocean and the grasses and, and the waters and the lakes and <laughs> so I've got my work yeah, cut no, out. I was going to say, you do. <laughs> do you have enough time to <laughs> Okay, becoming God-man, <laughs> Angel Rose. All right, well, let me give you a, a little history. Please. Uh, um, you know, I am a reader of the Kashuk Records, and so every Sunday... Okay, for, for people who are not familiar with the Kashuk Records. Records, just okay. fill us in a little about that. Yeah, the Akashic Records are really the library of creation. Everything that has ever happened is recorded in spirit. That has to do with our own personal lives, lifetimes, but also events in history, everything really. And some people experience the Akashic Records as a big library where they have a book, for example. So I learned how to get into that library and look at my own past life history. And then I started doing readings for other people to look at their library book. But um, I had many, many clients, this was probably in 2010, start me to ask me lots of questions about 2012. Uh, world questions, healing questions, you know, what about life after death? The big, big questions. 
So Ahanu and I started to have groups in Ireland that were devoted only to those types of questions. So people would come, they'd come with their questions, and I opened up the Akashic Records to find the answers, and it turned out that Source was talking to us directly. So, and how I knew it was Source is I got this feeling of a, a presence that was very personal, but also all that is. And I even remember one week saying, who is it that's talking to me? And I heard back, I am, really loudly, okay? So I got a, well, since I've been doing those records, I've been doing groups ever since then. And we do a Sunday group online in California. And there has been a theme since 2012 from Source. And that theme is um, that we need to be going internal we need to be focusing our attention on becoming God-men. That's what we were designed to be, okay? So I was just gonna bring the fairies and then I got this download of a picture, which is what this is. And it was Source explaining us really the journey, the inner journey to God-man. And it's connected to our Kundalini. Our Kundalini is actually our spirit, our God-force spirit in our body. And I have to tell you that, you know, I was raised Catholic. And in the Catholicism, and not just Catholicism, in a lot of traditions, they downplay the body. Even some of the ET channeling calls it a container. And that's such a cold, you know, it's a, such a cold name. But even the Course in Miracles downplays the body, basically says it was created as the vehicle for separation. And that the whole point is to in a way, deny its reality, okay? But what I'm finding through being in the records is not that. I'm finding that the body, whether it came from separation, whether or not the Anunnaki created it, you know, that story, doesn't actually matter. What matters is there's a fail-safe within us, and that fail-safe is our kundalini energy at the base of our spine. The thing is, is it stays dormant in most of us because if you don't really take on the journey of raising that kundalini, you keep it in the lower chakras. You basically keep it in your animal nature, which in the animal... Survival. It's survival and it's reproduction. Okay, it keeps the species going. All right? But the thing about it is that the kundalini is really uh, a white fire that is God inside of us. And, it, and I'm gonna go further to say it's our, our own spirit. They're not separate, you know? That is your spirit in your body. All right, so I got this image, and what Source was showing us is the chalice down here is our body. It's our receptacle, you know, that we're using while we're tooling around the physical universe, okay? But the journey to Kundalini, we actually did a topic on it about a month ago. We, we started taking open forums uh, where people could ask anything they wanted, and we had emails from people saying, I would have liked more information on that question. So we had a, a group that was only on the Kundalini. And we always asked Source first, what is its definition of Kundalini? <laughs> and it said, it's the path of courage. And I thought, well, what an interesting answer, because then it went on to say this whole process okay, that the ascent up your chakra system, <clears throat> the ascent of raising your kundalini up through your body is a purification process. 
And what it implies is that at every level of a chakra, there is an unrefined musical tone, or there's, an, there's, vice, there's vices in there, okay, that have to do with possibly lifetimes of being in physical form. And all of those, as you ascend up those different chakras, it all needs to be purified, okay, and turned into virtues. And that's why it's called the path of courage, because very few people really want to take that on, all right? But this is what the pyramid, the step pyramid, actually represents the ascent up the chakra system with the stairway in the middle. Now, normally I would have liked to have those stairs be white, but I wouldn't have had them show up on the print, so they're violet, all right? But what happens when you start to go up this staircase and you start purifying is all of a sudden the harmonics of the organs that relate to the different chakras and the harmonics in the body all start to change. They take on a completely new musical sound and it starts to vibrate through the body. That's what the arcs are. They're really sound vibrations that say you actually become a human tuning fork, really, is what's going on. You get to the point where when you get to the brain and if you've done your work, you've, you've met your challenges, and a lot of this path of courage um, it really is about our decisions and our choices that we make moment by moment because we're all tested. You know, we're all put in situations of temptation and on various levels. And it's really the question becomes, okay, you're, you're in a choice. Are you going to make a choice that's in integrity? Or are you going to make a, the weaker choice? What are you going to do? Okay, and there's many, many, many levels of that. But let's say... You know, you're choosing right and you're becoming a mystic. An inner mystic really is what's happening. And there's lots of ways to do that, okay? But if you get up to the crown and you actually move that kundalini up into the brain and you've done the purification work, and I'll qualify that because there's many ways to stimulate the kundalini and bring it into the brain without doing this purification and that's when people end up crippled and damaged and insane and all sorts of things, okay? Mostly through hallucinogens and such. But let's say you do it naturally, okay, and you get up to the brain. What happens is the pineal gland, it actually holds this serum. It has a, a nectar in it. We've all heard of manna or nectar, okay? And, and normally our hormones have that in an unrefined state. But when you become purified, that actually turns into a golden liquid. And that golden liquid all of a sudden opens you up to all this enlightenment, okay? Now, when kundalini is raised properly and you become natural, you, you have these gifts associated. Yes, your psychic ability increases, okay? You can teleport, you can bilocate, you dematerialize. You, you become a God-man, which means you're not in effect of the forces of nature anymore or of gravity, okay? Those are very real states that we are really meant to achieve. And I'll tell you why it's important in a minute. But this is supposed to be a white lotus because that's the image they give me for when, when you achieve God-man, not only does your pineal become a sun, S-U-N, we become a sun ourselves, but we actually, it's represented by the white lotus, means you've been purified. But then you have all these musical tones coming out of it, you, you see, because you, you actually become music. When you become God-man, you know, you are a being of light, but you're also a being of music, okay? And that's what the whole image is 
is meant to show the journey, okay? Now, the thing about the brain that I've learned, it's, it's very, very important to honor your brain, okay? Because we did a topic one night also just on the brain. And our intention was, oh, we're gonna go in and we're gonna ask Source uh, to explain all the different lobes and what are their potentials and what do they do. And instead, what I saw was an image of a hollow sphere, okay? It was just hollow and all these firings going off all over the place, all right? And, it, and Source said, well, the brain is really your transmitter and receiver. The brain is unlimited in its capabilities in terms of what kind of knowledge it can tap into and bring forward, okay? So here we have people who, they're destroying their brains all over the place, you know? Uh, they're taking drugs, they're, they're smoking, they're, all, all these things where they've actually photographed brains that do those things and they have holes in them, okay? So I became very appreciative of the brain, okay? I don't drink, I don't, you know, I'm a bit of a Puritan in that way. Yeah, I do like my cookies, okay? Which I, I really need to work on because it's, it's destructive for me, right? But um, the brain is really your, your connection, okay, between, it's a receiver. So if we want to receive God knowledge and God information, it has to be tuned up. Now, I'll backtrack just a little to say that there is an organization in San Diego called Brain Highways. Have you ever heard of Brain Highways? <laughs> Everybody needs to know about Brain Highways. It was developed by this woman who was helping children with problems, ADD or autistic behavioral issues. Well, we went to a, uh, an open house at her place because my granddaughter, uh, my daughter's in a bit of a dysfunctional relationship, okay? So we all went to hear this lady. And just to see what she does, it's just these kids, just testing these kids by playing with them. She, she asked my granddaughter a question, who's seven. She said, uh, if I was gonna come to your house and play, what would we play? And my granddaughter just tears rolled up in her eyes. She went right into paralysis. And it was the most interesting thing, okay? But what she actually discovered is that if you have underdeveloped parts of your brain, okay, there's no way you can ever come into coherence. And coherence means that your, your brain is actually functioning correctly so that it can receive information. Well, I listened to her and right away I thought of myself. I thought, all right, I plateau. You know, I can receive so much or I can go so far in my own life and then I plateau. It's kind of like I go into a paralysis at a particular level where I'm in overwhelm, you know, I'm in overwhelm. So she did develop a program for adults. And what, that, what she does is she actually makes you go back and creep. You know, she says, well, you don't really have to know if you creeped long enough or you crawled long enough. But so as an adult, Ahano and I both did it. There we are 30 minutes a day down on the floor creeping. And she doesn't tell you how to creep. Your body has to remember. But let me just tell you, in eight weeks, going from creeping to crawling, my brain came into coherence and I said, wow, that's what coherence means. I, I can actually, I'm strong in my core, I'm centered, I'm receiving downloads of information. Like, I mean, and, and I'm psychic, you know, I normally have do that, but not like that. That was a whole body coherence. That was very different, okay? And, and it has to do with your health because those midbrains, you know, it runs the hypothymus and if that's all off and you don't have the wiring, you're sick and you're tired and Anyway, so I, in this whole process, with Source describing us 
how important the brain is because you, your pineal gland has to release that nectar. That nectar is what regenerates the physical body. It turns it into uh, a new being, a new biology, right? And this, this is what we're here to do now, you know, and all our emphasis on external world, you know? And it doesn't, you can do this process while you're doing your jobs in the external world because it's really about how conscious are you in your everyday life with what are you thinking, what are you deciding, what are the challenges that you're confronted with. I mean, I talked to you about how sugar is my weakness, and that's a decision. I know sugar's not good for me. That's my particular addiction I've used to comfort me through tragedies in my life. But I'm challenged here, you're at your table today, and I know I could have half a cookie or not, and I took it, and it puts me to sleep, okay? And so right away, I know that that's not the best thing for me, and now I have to go back and reverse that. You know, I have to go take my wheatgrass juice, or I have to go creep or crawl, you know, to get myself back into balance. But I think what is fantastic, at least for me, is Source is emphasizing, he calls it becoming authentic. Okay, and your authentic self is the self that can evolve to God-man. It's the safeguard that's been put in us to get us out of here. Okay, because otherwise we just keep we reincarnate over and over and over again because we haven't grown too much. We haven't achieved this. And the truth is, is you cannot get off a particular planetary system until you can get yourself out as a vehicle of light. You will keep coming back here. Okay, so... I've really understood how important it is to be able to uh, work with this. And, you know, years ago, I was, when I was younger, um, I was quite a meditator. And I would go in not to be quiet. I would call on my higher self and say, um, you know, teach me. I just want to be taught. You know? So eventually I was taken to many dimensions, many worlds that if you look at the Kabbalistic tree, the places I went matched the Kabbalistic tree, but the Kabbalistic tree is also a path of virtue, okay? It's refining every one of those spheres on the tree. So, you know, I was taken to so many places, and I was actually taught that inner alchemy very young, and then I did, one day I dematerialized. I, I, was walk, I actually had to walk up a stairway that was crystal, and I remembered it when Source re-gave me this picture. It was crystal, and at the end there was nothing but light. And it was, I'll tell you one thing, interestingly enough, we have 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Right? Is oh, that sorry. amazing? We haven't got to these incredible angles. Sorry. You guys got to come back, really. Okay, I mean, we're just getting started. I mean, <laughs> okay. You know, who knew that it would be so much? Yeah. Really, it's amazing. If anybody wants information, I mean, you heard it, you were here, you saw it, you felt it. You know, it's for us all, it's our time. So, Alan, 805 687 2053, Rose, Ahanu. Go to their website, go to the bridging site, all their links are there. We love you. God bless you. Thanks for coming. Good night. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.